exciting news and like what happened with the studio, like all the big changes. So a while back, I hired a team to get me off of social media. I can't take it. I just, I can't, I'm over it. I've officially felt like I'm just too old for this shit. I can't do it. Just can't. So while hiring the team, we started to restructure things and I wanted to figure out how to like streamline the show. And we, I mean, bro, we've gone back and forth a million different ways until we figured out something that's pretty good. We're not there yet, and it's getting there. Uh, also, we have shows going into production and finally coming out of production. Like, we did a bunch of test shoots for, like, mad shows last year because I was, like, gung-ho on having a 24-7 channel. And it's kind of coming together a little bit better than I wanted it to. So we'll just keep on pushing at it and I'm not going to talk about it too much, but it's definitely coming along and, you know, expect new things from the show. Uh, we have definitely integrated a lot of technology and I can thank the new team for that. So be, uh, beware and be aware of all the changes that are coming. How exciting. This is so fun. Like I'm having so much fun right now. Um, let's talk about, uh, what's going on. So, <laughs> I'm going to get to him in a second. I'll get to him in a second. Uh, Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia fought this weekend here in Las Vegas. And it was a, a very surprising fight. It, it, I mean, I think I was pretty spot on. I really, I didn't think Javante was going to hurt him that late. And I didn't think it was going to go in that fashion. Uh, there's all these rumors about somebody hurting him during uh, sparring and that it was an injury that they told Javante about to take advantage of. And the dude hit him like right there on purpose to cause an injury. There's so many things, but guess what? The fight's the fight. It went down. I can say that I'm disappointed in Oscar De La Hoya, but you know, nonetheless, I don't expect anything less from Oscar De La Hoya. I don't. He showed up in a see-through Dolce and Gabbana shirt with his titties out at the T-Mobile Arena. No, <laughs> no, no, you're not gonna come outside like that and act like everything is okay. That is insanity. Nobody's okay with that, Oscar. And you left your boy out to dry. Y'all really left him out to dry. I think he needs a new team. And I think that Ryan Garcia, to do, he needs to do himself a favor and his family needs to do himself a favor. And they got to get him in front of some real trainers. I think Ryan Garcia does have an amazing future in uh, boxing, but it has to continue. Like, y'all got to be more active. I don't know what, something's going to change in boxing where, Excuse me, we'll see two and three fights a year. Look at Davis. He fought January, fought now. Go Tank. Fucking killing shit out there. Shout out to Tank, hometown boy. Even though he's from, uh, where's he from, Baltimore? Yeah, he's from Vegas. He's been out here for so long, man. Tank, uh, shout out to Tank. That shit was a great fight. It was a great weekend. And then uh, Blueface, mid-afternoon, I'm sitting there hanging out with my son. In mid-afternoon, boom, we, uh, we catch wind that Blueface knocked out his opponent. Uh, Blueface can fight, and he's very tall. So it's not that Blueface can't fight or doesn't know the fundamentals of fighting, but Blueface is definitely more of a fighter than people like to give him. Uh, good technique. He moves well. He puts his hands out there, and he executes and causes pain. Like He, he does his job. I would like to see him start fighting those other guys. Salt Poppy's fighting next week. I can't wait for that. But that's where I think Blueface needs to be. You know, he needs to be fighting the KSIs and the Logan Pauls. He's up there. He can definitely go fight one of them dudes. 
Uh, speaking of Logan Paul, the fake Logan Paul was choked out by Nate Diaz in New Orleans after a boxing event. Now, it's unsure as to what was provoking Nate to do such a thing, but the fake Logan Paul had his hands up like this, and Nate was like, put your hands down, Doc, and then he just put him in a nice little neat triangle chokehold, and yeep, just cranked back, gave him a knee right there to the gallbladder, out. put him down, not night. And then the fake Logan Paul woke up and said, I want to fight him. This time, I want to see him coming. He was standing right in front of you. You saw him coming. He grabbed you slowly. He didn't even do it fast. He was like, come here, stupid. Choke you. And you just went. You're like, ah, I'm dead. Look, shit happens. You just got to let it go, dog. The fake Logan Paul takes a big L. So the real Logan Paul and the fake Logan Paul are neck and neck for L's. Because the real Logan Paul can only win in wrestling. Ain't that a bitch? He ain't won in none of his fights. That's just wild. Very wild. Um, I really want to get into this designer thing. I find this very interesting. It's odd. It's not how it was reported. And I'm glad that we have this update. Uh, as well as Mental Health Mondays. I thought designer was going through a mental health issue. And this just sounds like an excuse to be a nasty man. But we'll definitely get into the story. You know, as far as mental health is concerned, it doesn't excuse your shitty behavior. You're supposed to own all your shitty behavior. If you don't learn anything from me, you got to take accountability. Own that shit. You're a shitty person. Do better. Be a better person. Don't continue. And if you're fiddling yourself on the fuck, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But that shit's crazy. What else happened? What did we watch? We watched a few things. Yo, I bought more puff. Okay. <laughs> People don't understand like my love for these little fish right now and that's just getting bigger and bigger and i bought more puffers because i thought my puffers were not balanced and i thought they needed more and one of those little bitches killed the new puffer and i was so upset because she like attacked her and i was like <gasps> like i've never seen that shit in real life like my puffers are pretty big even though they're pea puffers they're like full size and the new ones that we got were little which my mistake i didn't know i feel like a total asshole but the little one was swimming by like, hey, what's going on? And the big one was like, like, they're so scary because they're so cute. They're like, oh, look what you do to the boofers. And then they started doing that biting shit and they ripped it apart. So she killed the little puffer. And um, I'm just amazed at how powerful and how fast that happened. And I was really sad. And I was really sad. And then I was emotional because of my red eye. Uh, one of the red eyes passed. And then I bought another red eye. And like they were all happy together and shit. And I was like, oh, Kelly, no. Man, I'm such a fucking weenie with my fish. I love my fish though. Awesome. You should have a hobby. Go get a hobby. A fish hobby is fun. I like my tank and like decorating it and shit like that. I don't give a fuck. It's the funnest thing ever. You should try it. Um, are we gonna be 24-7 on Twitch? Pretty soon. And Roku. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm not gonna talk about that right now. All right, are we going to get into these stories or are we going to keep on talking this malarkey? Let's play some music and then we'll get into these stories. Nah. Yeah. It could be a thing. Oh God. We shall see. Yeah. <laughs> Saving visits. <laughs> that was such a stupid fucking show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why you tell me I can't hear? Mm. She know that I All right, let's get into these topics. It's been a wild day. I wanted to get into Mental Health Mondays. To be honest with you, uh, the hobby thing is such a great release that promise if you get a hobby, 
things mentally happen. Like you get happy. It's awesome. Try a hobby. We'll talk more about hobbies on Wednesday, but I definitely want to get into hobbies. So the news world is being shook up. As we speak, what's happening? We lost Cuomo over the fucking summer last year. Now, literally half of Fox News is gone. Don Lemon got fired from CNN, and we're sitting here doing this shit. All right, stories out of Politico. Fox News host Tucker Carlson and CNN host Don Lemon both abruptly exited their cable outlets on Monday following a series of controversial... A series of controversies, 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 okay, marking a seismic shift in the media landscape. Just hours before Fox announced Carlson's departure in a statement, the network was still promoting his primetime show, indicating just how sudden the separation was. Could you imagine running an ad for your show and they're letting you know that you're being let go as they're running the ad? Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. Fox News said in a statement, we thank him for his service to the network as a host and a prior and. Mm. <sighs> Do y'all really love him as a host? And he was also a prior uh, contributor. I think that Tucker Carlson was a, a tidal wave over there and that shit's going to hurt them more than anything else. I hope Hannity's good. Uh, Lemon was fiery in his response to being ousted, stating on Twitter that he was stunned that he had been terminated by the network. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work that I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play, he wrote. And then CNN got on Twitter and chopped his ass down. Uh, CNN in a tweet stated, Lemon's statement is inaccurate and he was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a Twitter statement. So moral of the story. Go out with your head up, maybe keep a couple bucks in your pocket and you can start something on your own. But the reason why all these anchors at Fox are being fired is because of a defamation suit from the voting people. And it was settled at 700 and something million dollars. And a, a lot of their hosts were talking a lot of fake shit just for views. And you just can't do that on that level. Once you get to the television level, you kind of got to step the fuck away. You, you can't just start making shit up. It, it just doesn't work that way. But anyway, that did happen. It's just weird. I wish them all the best. And okay. I need a job. CNN. Okay. Oh, that's HBO. HBO, come on. Like, all the signs are pointing at us. I do it on my lonely. Hell yeah. That was a fun conversation while it lasted. I just hope they come back with that. All right, stories out of Complex. Designers being charged with indecent exposure after he allegedly exposed himself on a plane and masturbated in front of flight attendants, according to TMZ reports. It's fucking gross. What a nasty man. Authorities claim that the panda rapper exposed his penis while in first class during a Delta flight last week. Flight attendants noticed he was pleasuring himself and was told to stop several times. Eventually, designer was asked to move to the back of the plane so he could be monitored by two people who were traveling, who he was traveling with. The FBI affidavit partitioned to the incident, saying that a jar of Vaseline was found in the aisle of the plane after he was moved. Yo, what the fuck was he doing? Uh, when he spoke with authorities upon landing in Minneapolis, designer allegedly said that he didn't excuse me, he didn't really get much coochie during his visit to Japan. According to the legal documents, designer told them he was brick hard 
when he got to his seat of fuck out of here, bro. He was brick hard when he got to his seat of his flight. And he said one of the flight attendants aroused him. And he said he kind of showed her a little something, something that he called the magic stick as encouragement. Yo, this. Wow. Ah, during his interview with the FBI, he didn't appear to be under the influence, although he did say he was taking medications that he was prescribed to him while in Thailand. Was he in Japan or in Thailand? That's just crazy. Tiana Taylor did the podcast with the great Angie Martinez, IRL, in real life. What a wonderful series Angie's doing. And TT, I love TT to death. Um, What an amazing soul. I, I wish we would have had more time to kick it. You were dope as shit. Stories that a vibe. Tiana Taylor has opened up about her time as a teen pop star signed under Pharrell Williams. Within the latest, ep- with the- Within the latest episode of Angie Martinez IRL podcast, the multi... Wow, what the fuck word is that? Hyper phonetic talented re- talent reflected on her past desires for Williams to work harder for her music career. Getting signed to a man, it was like a figure to me. I looked at these people like figures, whether it was a dad, as a brother, it didn't matter. This is from Tiana. So it was like, you didn't see me. You didn't hear me. You didn't protect me. You just kind of like fed me to the wolves type shit without probably even knowing some of those conversations still needed to be had. I had a really, really, really deep and honest conversation with Pharrell because, you know, he was the first person to sign me. He was skateboard P and I was skateboard T. You can't tell me that he wasn't my pops. I really looked up to him. He didn't have kids at the time and he wanted kids. And he'd be like, yo, she calls me her pops. And he was really proud of that. That's, that's honestly, that's dope. Because that that's a real relationship there. And I, I really hope that they've been able to squash that. Um, he's not confrontational at all. Not confrontational at all. And he literally is one of the sweetest person in the whole wide world. And that was the issue. She felt like he wouldn't fight for him. Or excuse me. She felt like he wouldn't fight for her. And he didn't do enough for her to put her in safe positions with her music career. And, you know, be the voice for her. And be the big brother or the fatherly figure that she was asking for from him. And that, I can understand that. I can understand that. Uh, go check out Angie Martinez IRL with uh, Tiana Taylor out now. Make sure y'all go peep, my bad, peep that. I promise you it's worth it. All right, KRS-One is moving back to the Bronx. I know what you're saying. Why is KRS-One going back to the Bronx? Stories at a complex. KRS-One is moving to the birthplace of hip-hop to celebrate the genre's 50th year anniversary. According to the press release, the legendary hip-hop pioneer is launching a birthplace of hiphop.nyc, a new, oh shit, that is dope, a new initiative where the Boogie Down production members will lead a ser- member will lead a series of community-based programs where the genre was created at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue, Bronx, New York. This is the same building where Cool Herc and his sister Cindy Campbell uh, hosted the back to school jams on August 11th, 1973. The programs included the programs include classes and pop-up exhibitions celebrating hip hop history and examining its culture expressions. And one of the classes will even be a master class in hip hop. Yo, if you are in New York, if you are in the Bronx, head over there and support this. There's even the hip hop museum out there. You got to go support hip hop. This is such a beautiful thing. Uh, the 50th year anniversary of hip hop is a global movement that speaks to the grit, voice, and the power of how it became 
to be what it is in the first place. We use our voices and we try to, the voices that they tried to silence. We used our creativity and man, that shit is deep. We used our voices, the same voices that they tried to silence. I just let that sink in. Uh, We use our creativity when they tried to stifle us and we created a culture based, man, it's just deep hip hop. Like I'm smiling from ear to ear and I can feel it. Um, We started a culture because we wanted to stand out and stand up for our artistry. It's based on love. Uh, Hip hop is the people's movement. And I'm excited to showcase this in the world, uh, to the world in a space where it all began at 1520 Sedgwick, the community center. It feels right to be here where it all began. That's dope. I'm glad they could take it back. Again, this is a big deal for hip hop. So shout out to KRS and everybody out there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I mean, I think it's awesome. And you know, on some celebratory good news, I can't even uh, I can't even begin to, to express how exciting this is. I'm a huge Jamie Foxx fan. I think Jamie Foxx is one of the most talented people in the world, period. One of the most talented people of any time. Not just now, not it's just period. I think Jamie Foxx is phenomenal. I think he's a U.S. treasure and he should be protected at all costs. And we share a birthday. So it means a lot to me. Jamie experienced a medical emergency. And Dave, Nick Cannon has confirmed that he's awake and he's better. Fox News, a promising update regarding the recovery of Jamie Foxx has come after the 55-year-old actor suffered a medical complication on April 11th, resulting in hospitalization. Fox's friends and fellow entertainer Nick Cannon revealed that Fox had per- that he had Fox's permission to speak on his health. I wanted... <sighs> you know, I- I'm going to skip that part. But uh, I think that's dope that they're respecting his wishes. People could be leaking this shit and being real messy about it, but they're not. So I want to say, you know, kudos to them. But uh, here's a quote from, excuse me, from Nick. Uh, I was reluctant to go all the way there and even talk about it, but he gave me the blessing. So it's a beautiful thing. Um, he's awake. He's alert. So we love it. And that's, that's awesome. Uh, uh, I don't know why it ain't moving. There we go. I know uh, he's done so much better because I'm actually about to go do something special for him and doing him a huge, huge favor. That's that's amazing that um, everybody rallies around him in this fashion. That's dope. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. I really, you know, I hope you get better. Uh, my grandfather had a stroke, so I know them shits come and they are ravaging. They will take over you and it is something different. But hey, that is today's show. And that's all I got. I know it was fast. It was a quick one. Um, as long as we do more than fifteen minutes, we should be good. Yeah, I ain't with the fuck shit. That's what they said. I'm the one that made something out of nothing. Look at yeah. me, boy. I'll be back on Wednesday. Yeah. Went from plastic bags. Is that your girl? Cause she iron uh. me. I got a few bad ones. Like My bad, wrong one. All right, y'all. <laughs> Ready for the bubble. Wah. Yeah. Long nights, now you know what's up. It's evident that I'm gonna make it Alright, y'all. My name is Sabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. And remember, there's so much more to come. You mad? Cause I'm that guy. Oh, my nose itches, but I'm that guy. But it's inside of the bag to the death. I'll start that shit. You think you bad? I might be. You think you fly? 